Welcome to Embrace the Spiritual Podcast. Join friends Michelle and Dawn as they share tips on how you too can open your heart, raise your vibration, and reclaim your sovereignty. Hear what they have experienced and overcome in their spiritual journeys while navigating this expansive spiritual multiverse. Discover how they transform their soul lessons from ordinary into extraordinary. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Today, we are going to share some basics about the chakras in our body. And there are many more than what we're going to cover in this first episode. And as Dawn suggested, we can do another episode to expand on the basic seven that I think are pretty commonly known to most people. If you don't know much about them, that's okay. We'll share some tips about what we've learned the chakras are, what they color they vibrate to, maybe some meanings around it, and some kind of affirmations, affirmations or sayings or things that you can do to balance your chakras, strengthen them, the whole gamut. We'll, we'll share what we can. And certainly, this is not going to be an exhaustive list. There is tons of information online about the different chakras. And we're going to start at the root chakra because that is our base chakra. It is located right at the very bottom tailbone, right way below, like pelvic bone below. And that is really our core part of ourselves. It's connected to the earth. Its color vibrates to red. So Anything you see online, you'll see that the root chakra is vibrating to that. If you look at your body from underneath, it's really at that center right at the bottom. So just know that, you know, when you're sitting, you're sitting on your root chakra. The root chakra, which is sometimes called your base chakra, because that's kind of the foundational one. It symbolizes survival instincts. It's our safety or grounding and just bringing in that nourishment for ourselves at that earth level. If you think the earth is at the base and then the sky's kind of up above, that's why it's kind of called the base or the root chakra. There are some glands and body areas that are associated with this area. So if your base or root chakra is misaligned, some of the things that you could experience are challenges with your adrenal glands your spine, your kidneys, your legs, your feet, your divine creational energy in your reproductive system. So if you're experiencing challenges, physical challenges, disease, illness in some of those areas, just think of those body parts that are closest to that root chakra. And maybe your root chakra is misaligned. So we don't think of it as something that can be worked on to realign just because it's misaligned or out of balance. You can bring it back into balance. You have that power. We can give you some tips. You can find lots of information online about how to balance that. Just be aware of kind of its area. I think a lot of people with anxieties being high these days have a root chakra imbalance because it does, it's our foundation, it's our family, it's our abundance. I know so many people who suffer from anxiety, who suffer from depression, and it makes you kind of wonder, is their root chakra really that disaligned? disaligned or not aligned, whatever the wording is, that it is causing these things and they don't even believe in this. I've talked to many people who, oh, that's woo-woo garbage. What if we step back and started looking at this, balancing yourself, centering yourself, and we are energetic beings. We cannot deny this fact. And if you deny it, you're denying your existence in my opinion, but I have a high opinion standard since <laughs> I have worked on my chakras and balancing them a very long time. My anxiety and my overactive mind and worry is gone because I'm balanced, I'm centered, and I'm stable in my root chakra. And it is a wonderful feeling. If we taught our kids this, imagine how much better they would benefit from going through life. If they are balanced in their root chakra, no anxiety, 
no depression. And we would be giving them such a beautiful gift because we're giving ourselves a gift too, being aligned properly, especially the base. It is the foundation of the whole entire system. I'm glad that you brought up kids with respect to the root chakra because the root chakra is that fight or flight. It's connected to our adrenal glands. So if we've been in a heightened state of fight or flight for too long, it will cause that chakra to become out of alignment and out of balance. The development stage of this root chakra is believed to be in the first seven years of our lives. So if a child has had any emotional trauma and Trauma can be something small, like it's a whole range. So trauma isn't just something really severe. Any mistreatment in that first seven years, that's where they can start. So age does not matter in looking after your chakras. Children can benefit from any chakra clearing and healing. Trust families or uh, trust issues about our family play out in our root chakra because the root is the core of who we are. It's our base. In our previous episode, when we talked about cutting cords, those cords were likely attached to root chakras because that's where a lot of our family issues play out. And when we're doing sessions, a lot of root chakras do need to be healed from lifetimes, from this life, and they can, it can be carried from lifetime to lifetime. I've looked at all the chakras when we do our sessions at the end, and it is amazing stuff that we didn't even know that we had in there came from different lives. So you may not be a believer, but your higher self doesn't lie about this stuff. They don't work in that dimension. And it's incredible to hear the things that come up and, oh, this is misaligned because of this. And when you set those chakras in place, the flow of how you feel, the way that your body is able to handle disease, viruses, and just life obstacles that come up. It When they're running right, things go so much smoother in your life. I want to share a couple things about how to recognize when your root chakra is in balance or is out of balance. You've heard through some of Dawn's stories, you can tell through her stories how in balance her root chakra is. She's got a strong sense of right or wrong, picking the battles wisely, and you're assertive enough to state your case clearly and successfully if you feel like you're being taken advantage of. So you're really in balance when you can step into your power and your sovereignty, feels very comfortable, you feel confident that you have everything you need to survive, but to thrive, you feel safe amongst those around you, trusting that they always have your back. And it's that safety. You have a clear sense of who you are, your place in the world, and what you're capable of achieving. So if these resonate with you, very likely your root chakra is healthy and in in balance. If it's out of alignment and not in balance, then, you know, like Dawn said, it could be past life trauma, it could be trauma in this life, and it's blocking that. And, And it ends up getting shut down in self-defense. So if you find that you're in self-defense mode quite a bit, then it could be that your root chakra is out of alignment. If we're, as Dawn was describing, if you're anxious, afraid, or terrified, if you're withdrawn, have a fear of things in life, or you're avoiding life, you can't settle down, can't hold down a job, all of those like putting down roots. If that is something that you are challenged with, then maybe it's energetically some work that you need to do in your root chakra. And I do notice this affects women more than men. I don't know if it's because we are the creators of children and the things that happen in the house, but there are so many women I know that their anxiety is through the roof, their hormones are through the roof, and they don't know why it's going on. And a lot of times medical system is failing them. Oh, we, everything looks fine. You're, everything looks good. What if we looked at it in an energetic along with Western medicine? Well, what if we made these changes energetically for you to have your time? And I know it's hard when people have kids to set apart time to meditate But what if we had our children join us to do those meditations instead of saying, well, I don't have time because I have children. Children would listen to you if you tell them to and you incorporate it into your daily life. I know a lot of people who act like, oh, well, it's helter-skelter here. Is it because you're creating that helter-skelterness because your chakra is off? Or is it because you just don't want to heal and you want to keep making excuses because you really just don't understand what's going on? I'm just putting out there, no judgment. I just 
often ask questions. Why is this person having trouble? They're having tests. It's not coming back. What's going on with you? And I know moms, it's really hard. I raised two kids, but if I had taken time out to meditate with my children, or even just, you know, even as babies, babies are so much easier and you just get them in that routine of creating that sacred space together, they're more likely to do what you do because they're little mirrors. They mirror what we do. So if we take time for ourselves, they learn to take time for their themselves. Absolutely. And you can incorporate, you know, some gentle yoga with that, have the kids do yoga with you. If you're into chanting, you can add chanting into that. And the chant for the root chakra is LAM, L-A-M. You can incorporate that. So some of the other things that you can do to balance and heal that chakra, certainly you could have an energy session Don and I, through both the aura hypnosis and the raw Reiki, it involves energy work that we work on your chakras of your body to make sure that they're balanced and aligned. So that's something that you can do. There's essential oils that can help. There's crystals that can help with the root chakra. You know, there's certainly lots of things online that can help. I think frankincense is a good one for root chakra, cedarwood, sandalwood, turmeric, and most of the red crystals can be something that can help balance like a garnet, red jasper, smoky quartz even. And just imagine first, if you haven't watched cord cutting, maybe there's some cords that are attached, as we said, to your root chakra. So you want to make sure that you've cleared everything else that you know about in these areas. And do that yoga, do the chanting, do the meditation, and just imagine that vibrant red root chakra spinning, healthy, nice circular rotation. If you're into affirmations, I trust, I am, I survive. I'm connected with the energy of Mother Earth. My mind, body, and spirit are grounded centered and pure. That was lovely. Our next chakra is our sacral chakra, and it is associated with sexual fulfillment, social integration, and emotional intelligence. Our sex drive, our boundaries, our creativity, and our sense of connection are all intimately linked to our sacral chakra. So if you're feeling blocked, you know, especially I remember with my child, I was having a hard time getting pregnant and we really wanted to have a second child, but it was had been a year and I'm like, something is going on. And I wonder if energetically I had balanced my sacral chakra, if it would have come to fruition sooner. And this is um, associated with our sexual organs and it's uh, located between our belly button and our pubic bone. And when it's out of balance, you might have menstrual issues, testicular and mm -hmm. uterine diseases, impotence, and lumbar disease. How many of us have had issues, like especially with our low back, was it actual issues of that or was it energetic? I know I just had a session with someone and they had, I was having this horrible back pain and I said, oh, could we please look here? Cause I'm not sure, you know, a lot of times as an empath, you pick up what this other person is feeling or angels want you to, um, go to someplace and they will let you know in a most uncomfortable way until you hit that spot. So I had to ask, you know, is this me or is it you? And it was them that uh, they had brought up and they didn't want to miss. So thank you for doing that. Next time, just go a little bit easier on my body. <laughs> Some of the other uh, things you might experience with your sacral chakra as well, things like low blood sugar, Dawn mentioned low back pain, premenstrual syndromes, uh, low energy. When we were talking about the root chakra and kids up to the age of seven, that that's the foundation that they're laying for the sacral chakra by about age two, it's starting to come up into the sacral chakra. So that sacral creativity, all of those things, that's when it's starting to happen for kids. So if you're a parent of a young child, of course, the baby's into everything. I want to taste that. I want to touch it. I want to look at it. But how does your mom respond? How do you as a parent respond to that? You know, oh, that's so interesting. I'd love to look at that with you and just encourage that because that is helping them embrace that creativity and curiosity that's developing and creating that sacred, sacral chakra energy. So go with the flow. I know sometimes it could be maybe exhausting or annoying, 
But just look at it from the perspective of their curiosity. They are curious about the world. Yes, we've been here for a while. We know the answers to whatever they're asking, but let them be curious. That's going to help give them that sense of security with that. A couple of the things that you can look for when you are in balance could be a balanced sex life. So maybe if you're not having sacred sex as much or something's out of balance and that giving and receiving and that beautiful exchange, maybe something's out of balance in your in your sacral chakra. And that's okay. It's not a judgment, but it's about that creativity and that sensual feeling. Creativity could be cooking, enjoying cooking, sewing, gardening, whatever the case might be. When you're doing those creative things, you're helping feed that positive sacral chakra energy. And some of the signs of being out of balance is maybe you had some sexual trauma throughout your life that could cause this chakra to become out of balance. So this is our second chakra, as Dawn said, a couple inches below your belly button. So between your pelvic bone and your belly button, there's sexual addictions or overindulgence in anything in the sexual space that is likely, well, not likely, it is a sacral chakra imbalance or even the fear of having sex or secrets, possibly eating disorders from that kind of self-judgment or repressing yourself. So just some of those ideas, um, again, there's essential oils for sacral chakra when you're looking to balance and, and heal them. Orange, right? Our sacral chakra is color orange. So any orange essential oils are really going to work well with that chakra orange crystals, orange calcite, carnelian, any of that could work. Meditation, affirmations. One of the affirmations, I've got a beautiful tapestry. So as we go through each chakra, I'll I'll read out the the statement about the sacral chakra too. You know, and you can do these things daily, say these things daily. I love all dimensions of myself. I delight in weaving the creative tapestry that is my life. Have that gratitude. I attract people who regard and treat me with respect. That's beautiful. And going back to if your chakra is misaligned, jealousy, heightened sensitivity, and poor communication. I know I've had all of those and my chakra has definitely been off, but I've been working on myself a lot. We all want to have good communication. Jealousy, who's got time for that? There's just so much you can do for yourself to you know, meditation, just grounding even will help a lot to rebalance these chakras. Sometimes you might need a little more intense session in aura or a ra can also help. No, I'm glad you brought that up. So let's move up the body. The third chakra is called the solar plexus chakra. This chakra vibrates to the color yellow. It is linked to your willpower, personal power, your mind and your intellect. So this is a pretty key one that I know both Dawn and I see in our clients that a lot of times the solar plexus chakra is misaligned. This is our fire element. No surprise that when it's linked to your personal power and willpower, you think of that fire within your adrenal glands, your pancreas, these are what's giving you that drive. So This chakra physically on your body is located between your navel, basically the bottom of your rib cage. So it's kind of in that space, just if you're looking to to physically find where that is. If your solar plexus chakra is off, you will have a lot of stomach issues. I'm guilty of this, which is also connected to your teeth in Chinese medicine. And I've been doing a lot of healing with my solar plexus plus my teeth. When this is out of balance, it can, you know, your liver, it cancer of the liver, digestive disorder, even diabetes, have depression, low energy, you know, your self-esteem is lacking, stubbornness, arrogance can come into play when your solar plexus is not in balance. So if you have these things, you know, take a look, how, how is your stomach feeling? How is the energy? Can you feel the flow? Can you not feel the flow? And I just thought about key, Gong is a beautiful way to really get to learn the flow of your body system. There's um, one called the eight brocades, which I highly recommend. It's simple to do. You don't have to worry about balance. These movements are very simple. You could be 90 and do them and you don't have to. I think there's one where you touch your feet. You don't have to go that far down if you can't. I know that 
when I my kind of activity. <laughs> I know I figured <laughs> how to put it out there. Yeah. If you really want to start getting in touch with how your energy works, because we're not taught this, this is really you have to make an effort to look for this information and see what resonates with you. I have done Qigong and it really does help balancing that energy, getting those chakras aligned, because each chakra is connected to all our organs. And if that's not in balance. These organs are not in balance. Absolutely. This solar plexus chakra also, because it's our personal power and whatnot, it really relates to how we feel the world sees us. That's kind of what we feel is being projected out. How strong is our identity? Do people see us like we feel we see ourselves? As Dawn said, a lot of things happen in the stomach. I mean, that's the location of this chakra. So when we say we listen to our gut, our intuition comes from there. And an interesting fact that I found on this chakra is the fact that serotonin, which is pretty commonly known, but it's the neurotransmitter that's responsible for regulating our mood amongst a whole bunch of other things, but that's what it's more commonly known for. And we always think that that's created and kind of modulated in the brain. But in fact, 90%, 90% of serotonin is found in the gut. So if this chakra is out of balance, when you have those feelings, you know, low energy, mood, all of that, check in with your gut. It's manufactured and stored there. It manages how confident or anxious we could feel. And of course, our digestive functions, the development of this solar plexus chakra from a child's perspective develops about when they're four or five, as they begin to understand actions have consequences. If they don't get their own way, they throw tantrum, scream and shout. So as a parent, you just want to check in on how you're responding to that. Are you rewarding them kicking off and doing this behavior? Do you reprimand it? And if you reprimand, what actions are you taking? Just checking in with that child to make sure that they understand that behavior is maybe not acceptable. You want them to feel safe in expressing themselves. But you know what? What kid doesn't like a cool little crystal? They feel so grown up. If you're going to give them a crystal that they could hold on to and you can tell them to put it on their tummy and, you know, that'll help take that energy away because guess what? Your child trusts you. You're giving them this beautiful gift and they'll put the intention into it that this is going to help me feel better. So kind of a cool little thing I think that you could could do in that situation when it comes to, to kids. Want to add to, you know, when you're, solar plexus chakras in balance. It's, you know, you see those charismatic leaders and someone who's confident and also instills that confidence in others because we don't want people operating from their ego brain where they just are confident and they don't care about your level of confidence. They're, you know, self-assured, they laugh easy, they're light, airy, happy. That person, that type of person would likely have a solar plexus chakra imbalance. On the flip side, if you are lacking confidence in your own judgment or fearful of making decisions or not capable of trying anything on their own, then you've really disconnected to your own personal power. And you know what? These people are typically critical, negative. You know, you probably look at them and go, wow, your solar plexus chakra is out of alignment. And then grab those essential oils. If you like the smell of oils, the ginger, a lot of times we know ginger. So whether it's food, essential oils, ginger helps with our stomach, yellow crystals, citrine, amber, yellow jasper, all of these things can help with your solar plexus. And my statement for this one is my will and divine will are one. I'm connected to the abundant flow of the universe. I easily manifest my dreams. You are saying ginger. In Western culture, Chinese people do not have this issue. They don't usually have stomach issues. When I started uh, working with my Chinese healer, he's told me and my husband, you need more ginger. Your fire in your belly is not adequate enough. So 
every morning I add ginger. I have a ginger tea and then I add it to my smoothie as well. So I doubled ginger because I knew I needed that extra boost from, you know, what he was telling me and what we discussed. So I highly recommend having, you know, incorporate ginger, but do not have it after four o'clock because it will keep you up because it gets your energy moving. And he said it can cause a disturbance in your sleep pattern. And if you're sensitive to falling asleep, you're going to have a hard time with ginger. I never knew that. That's a, thank you for that tip. Good to know. (laughs) Yeah. His energy is so good. He's like, I have to avoid it. You know, I can only use a little I'm like, that's awesome to know that, you know, you can be so in tune with your energy that you don't need certain things. Wow. That's pretty cool. Do you yeah, want little to... tips and tricks that we can always, you know, use. Yeah. There's so many that, you know, are out there. Do some deep dives. It is worth learning. I mean, we're just giving you really scratching the surface on chakras. We could probably do one episode on each chakra and do a deep dive, but go do those deep dives on the internet you're going to see lots of ways of describing each of these. And, you know, we're certainly giving you one perspective of it, but so much information. And, you know, if you feel something going on in your solar plexus, do a deep dive on your solar plexus chakra, find out what you things can do things that resonate with you to help with that. And then my personal favorite, I love the heart chakra. I knew I was going to say, Dawn, take it away in heart chakra, because I know this is one of your favorites. <laughs> so it rules love and empathy impacting our romance. And I'm such a sucker for romance. <laughs> and a general sense of love for others. This chakra is obviously linked to our heart, circulation, and our vagus nerve function. When it's unbalanced, there's an increased risk of nervous breakdown, heart and circulatory issues, breast cancer, and scoliosis. And let me tell you, I've had quite a few of these. I used to have scoliosis. Diagnosed when I was 12, I was taken to the chiropractor. I was going to a healer and we did some deep diving and she said it was caused from a injury from a vaccination and we cleared it. And I've been working with my Chinese healer because my, when I saw the healer, I had probably spent about 20 years with this scoliosis. My left side of my back was about an inch higher with muscles than my right side. So it was an extreme my spine corkscrewed and this is how the muscles in my back compensated for that corkscrew situation so even though that my spine was perfectly straight my we could not get my muscles to match my spine so my spine was still having issues staying aligned so i got that taken off my chart at the doctor's office and we have it's been i think i've been working with him for two years and you can barely tell that i ever had scoliosis with my muscles now. Wow. That's pretty amazing. It just speaks to the impact of working energetically within something on, you know, that exists within our body and how it can change things physically. Nothing's off the table here, folks. If you think it has to only be helped one way, expand that thought and open up to other opportunities. Yes. And there's just so much that comes from the heart chakra energetically, your love for and compassion for people. There's just so much healing and when you are in a relationship, your heart chakra, when you are hugging that person, you can just feel that interaction uh, of energy just flowing. It's really beautiful. You know, I've been married for 27 years and that flow is just, I would have never thought that it could flow this way, but it does. You, When you interact with people and you hug them, you can feel that energetic in exchange if you are paying attention. And I'm glad you brought up hugging because a lot of times you think when you naturally go to hug people, you want to have it heart to heart and then that connection. So it's beautiful. And, And this heart chakra vibrates to the color green, but also pink. So that's why the rose quartz comes in as one of the crystals that helps with your heart chakra because it's pink. And yeah, it's just all about love. So any physical things that you have kind of in that middle of your chest, those are things that could be a sign that your heart chakra is out of balance. Really, when your heart's in balance, your heart chakra is in balance, you're happy, you're loving, joyful, compassionate, empathic, and generous. If it's not, you could be maybe you're grieving, a little bit depressed or sad or closed off to love. You seem to have that lack of joy in your life, quite frankly. With this, you can use 
things like rose for essential oil. So that's why roses are seem to be a symbol for love. It's for the heart chakra. And as I mentioned, the, you know, rose quartz, anything green, like a green fluorite crystal, these things are going to help with, with your heart chakra as well. And, you know, some of the things that you can affirmations or statements, you know, my heart's open to receive the energy of love. I radiate this essence. I walk my path with ease and grace. I send love towards my own heart. I think we forget to do that when we talk about love, love to yourself first and love for others. And just imagine that powerful green energy radiating from your heart. And it's just beautiful. Absolutely true. And I just want to point out that some of the negative things are like tearfulness when your heart chakra is out of alignment, anxiety and depression and issues with giving and receiving love, which I know as women, we often have a hard time doing. And I know men do too as well, because they've been taught, oh, you know, you have to be in this role and you can't give it freely. You have to be strong. But that is so not true. When you're in a relationship that is truly loving, you can give freely. And when your heart is radiating so much love, and I, the only thing I don't like about um, this article that I'm reading, the tearfulness, when you are in the place of love, you do show it through tears because there's just so much immense emotion that comes up from your heart that you it flows in a good way with happiness and joy that I think some people associate with being as a weakness, but it's not a weakness. It's just so much love and it just needs to show itself. And that is how it shows itself. I like that you brought that up because in our Archangel episode, we talked about Archangel Halal and he's actually connected to the heart and he's the Archangel that draw energetically strongly connected to. And I've had that experience I shared when I was driving and I had this overwhelming sense of love, like just whoosh, I could hear it, feel it like sink into my heart. And it, like it brought me to tears instantly. So yeah, tears because you can feel the love so deep. It's amazing. Yes. And I know I've done sessions where you can just feel the immense love for the person when these angels step in. It's just mind blowing how much love that, and compassion that they have and what they have to do. You know, I get choked up a lot of times and I try not to, but you just can't help it because you they just come from a place of unconditional love that it has not been felt on earth in a long time. Yeah, this is certainly a, a chakra that I've been working on opening up because a lot of my working time, of course, you're in your head a lot, which disconnects you from your heart. And I'm so grateful to the teachings of Aurora because it's really helped me get back to living from our heart. And one of the foundations of why we wanted to do this podcast is living that heart-centered life. So this is so key. Work on your heart chakra. It's worth it. I feel exactly the same way. I didn't realize how much I was still in my head. And she said, you have to work in your heart chakra. You have to have that faith and that trust to know that everything's going to be all right. And it is a, a form of letting go and trusting that universal source is going to be there for you to protect you, love you, and hold you in that love and protection. It's hard because your mind is just like, nope, not possible. It's not going to happen, but it is. You can get there. You can trust. I know that leaving for my trip, I was having a lot of trust issues. <laughs> I didn't want to leave my family. I was emotional, but Michelle got me through it and I felt better. And when I got to where I needed to go, it was just like, yes, I'm meant to be here. I'm meant to do something big and I'm trusting in that with my heart. Big was exactly what happened. And big things like that happen because we have worked on clearing and balancing and maintaining all of our chakras. And that's a big part of why we wanted to do an episode on that because when you can get all these chakras aligned and balanced and flowing, magic happens. And when you show up to when magic happens, it's pretty amazing to be a part of. So absolutely heart, I think. And no surprising that really heart's kind of in that center of all the chakras. It's chakra four. So there's three below and three above. It's, it's the balance. So right above the heart chakra is the throat chakra. So this is our fifth chakra. It's blue and it's located at the center of your throat, as you would ex expect a little dip, uh, 
the gland is the thyroid. This has been in addition to the heart, as Dawn mentioned with her as well, the throat chakra is the one that I've worked on the most. And I know doing this podcast, Dawn mentioned that in our first podcast, when we were introducing ourselves, that this is an outlet for both of us to have that voice. And that is opening up our throat chakra and keeping that open. I have a slow thyroid. So not surprising that my throat chakra has been blocked. And I want to say it was blocked. So sometimes it can be just out of balance, or it can be blocked, and the energy is not flowing. So if any of your chakras are blocked, guess what, if you get creational energy coming from the universe through your crown chakra, it's going to stop and it's not going to get to the rest or mother earth energy coming up, it's going to get stuck. So it's really, really important to work on each of these chakras and recognize what is going on. So it's all about communication, speaking your truth. There is so much programming and that saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, say nothing at all. That is so programmed, inverted. I can look back now. I know I've said it. I'm guilty of saying it. Really, if you look at that saying, you need to speak your truth. But as we said in conscious languaging, you're not being mean. You don't have to be mean and hurtful. That's not what we're saying. Speak the truth. So if you think we're giving you permission, you can keep that. I do not consent to that. We're not saying that at all. It is about honoring your truth. You can say, I feel this way, not you are doing this to make me feel this way because I'm choosing. So that communication is so key. It's in our nonverbal, our verbal, our vocal cords, our teeth, gums. So even if you're having some teeth issues, it could be part of that throat chakra that's out of balance when you lose your voice. I've had that happen in the past and you lose your voice. Okay, stop and think what just happened. Maybe what, what happened that I didn't speak my truth or didn't speak up when something happened. So could be a stiff neck or you're getting a lot of colds. These can be things that are coming to your awareness that work needs to be done on your throat chakra. Also, when your throat chakra is off, you're paranoid, you're shy, you're extremely inverted or you suppress your emotions if you have a blocked throat chakra and I've definitely been all of those things I was painfully shy growing up I know I did not feel feel that I had a voice as a child even just say children must, must be seen not heard mm-hmm. I mean that is a total throat chakra suppression that we should need to take that out of our culture because we were closing up all these beautiful voices of throat chakras by saying that i didn't like public speaking and i in middle school high school there's times when you have to speak publicly and that i could barely function i cried even in college i didn't have that strong voice i look now like here i am doing a podcast with somebody hoping that we're inspiring you to make changes in your life to help you benefit you. Yeah, we're here. We're here to help. We're not imposing. We're just we're just sharing. We just want everyone to be the best, highest vibration timeline that you can be on. So true. I mean, I just have so much love and compassion for our viewers, my friends, my family. I just want you to be the best that you can be at all times. And there are ways to do it. And I hope that you, even if you incorporate just one little thing that we talk about into your life, we've made a difference and it warms my heart. Me as well. Well said. And I appreciate every single person that is tuning in and listening and opening themselves up. Use your voice, say what you want, when you want it, and do it kindly. Do it from that heart perspective. When you're, as Dawn said, feeling silenced, there's secrets. If you're keeping secrets, lies, addiction, all of these things are a signal that your throat chakra is probably blocked in some of these pretty serious ones, certainly imbalanced. And again, some essential oils. I know a lot of people are into essential oils. So that's why I'm bringing them up for each, each one peppermint, spearmint. So those things, you know, when you have a peppermint gum or spearmint gum, and it kind of gives you that tingly feeling in your throat, well, 
That's why it's working for that area. Blue crystals, aquamarine, blue calcite, blue sapphire. I found online there's some yoga poses that help with your throat chakra. Cat, cow, doing the lion's breath, like be really vocal. Chanting. We'll go through at the end and give you all of the chants that work with each chakra. Because I know that's one thing in the past. I went to a chanting thing and I felt so self-conscious and awkward and thought I sounded just terrible. But at that time, my throat chakra was still quite blocked. Now I find that I can do the chants and hold them for a long vibration. So I've really worked on my throat chakra. So the throat, you can certainly do exercises for it as well. So really, really key one. I think that's that's a top one that we see probably more so in females, but there's a lot of men that don't speak up either. So I think it's rampant with every children, men, women. We've been oppressed or told to bite our tongue a lot. It's time to speak up. Speak up and speak out people with love. Always. Of course. Maybe a mantra you can use for your throat chakra that you're aligned with your highest truth. You communicate with love and honor and that your words echo out to the universe. You're speaking that truth openly, freely, even, you know, that truthfulness will bring me what I deserve because you are speaking that truth. You're declaring what's going to serve you. And my second favorite is the third eye, which is our sixth sense. It's associated with insights and ability to engage in rational thought, regardless of the situation's complexity. It governs our lower and left brain, ears, nose, and left eye. And if it's imbalanced, it can cause headaches, dizziness, and cataracts, which I know so many older people with cataracts. And I have to question, is it because of this? Thing, things to think about. You may also experience anger, rage, chronic stress, again, anxiety, when your third eye is misaligned. But let me tell you, when it is aligned, it is an awesome thing to have when it's working well, the things that you can see, sense, feel, because it's not just a seeing, it's a knowing. It is all those clear senses that we were talking about when this is aligned. Yeah. And it's um, connected to your pineal gland. And you may have heard things out there that talk about our pineal gland being crystallized and things that are trying to dampen our abilities. As Dawn said, it's that clear knowing and you know, you may be clairvoyant. So if you haven't listened to that discussion that we had on all those types of intuition, please go back and, and watch that. There's some pretty powerful information in that, but it's really the core and the root of our psychic abilities. It allows us to see and hear things through the silence, see things that kind of read between the lines, that saying, see things that aren't there. As our soul goes through all these lifetimes and gaining these lessons, you know, the older your soul becomes, the wiser and stronger this ability comes. And we all have the ability. So you don't have to think, oh, I don't do that. You can work on it. You can build this ability. You know, a lot of great healers and visionaries have a strong third eye chakra. It's kind of an indigo color. So it's right in between the color of the throat chakra and the crown chakra. It's that blue, purple, indigo color. So it's a really beautiful, strong color. People that have a third eye chakra imbalance, intuitive, they're creative, strategic thinkers, and they just have that really keen perception, wisdom of how to execute things. When we're out of alignment, maybe we're more forgetful, kind of space out a little bit. We talked about jealousy and spite. Maybe you're rejecting your spirituality or your intuition. Maybe it's because your third eye is out of balance. I read somewhere that it can directly impact your sacral chakra because the pituitary gland and its effect on your sexuality. So if you have an imbalance in one or the other, either your sacral or your third eye, they're connected. So you may want to look at doing some work on both. Some of the essential oils, you could use a juniper, sandalwood. I mean, there's so many eucalyptus, spearmint, some of the blue crystals, like kind of the blue purple Lapis lazuli is a really big one for your third eye. Sodalite. Yeah, there's just so many things. I would like to add 
I do a meditation where I put helichrysanthemum and sandalwood on my third eye. And I do have to say that seems to heighten the depth that I go into my meditation. And usually when I do it, I do have things do come to me energetically. I might not know what's going on because it's meant for a later time, but I have really connected deeply when I use those essential oils and I do a meditation. If you're looking to expand your senses and go deeper into it. And I always do it shielded because I don't want to get any infringements since I know sometimes that I am going out into the universes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Some of the statements you can make around your third eye that your mind is open to new visions, that you're expanding your awareness through your higher self. You trust your intuition to guide you daily. Just powerful. Even if you're not sure if your third eye is blocked, misaligned, do work on your third eye. It'll be worth it, believe me. So last but not least, the seventh chakra, the crown chakra. This one, I remember when my crown chakra finally got activated. And mind you, it was like, it was always there, but I really remember I was getting Reiki attunement. I can't remember if it was my first Reiki attunement. And I felt like there was a hot plate buzzing and tingling and heating up on the top of my head. It was the easiest way to describe it. It was just like, I could feel the energy flowing in my crown chakra. It was such a cool feeling. So it's at the top of your head and right in the center. So kind of center back, it is associated with your pituitary acts on all your adrenals, thyroid, your reproductive system. No surprising at the top of your head, it has to do with thought and your connection to your higher self and connection to the universal source energy and spirituality. As we talked about with the other chakras, if this one's blocked, that energy is not going down to any other chakras. This is pretty key one to work on. I mean, you want to work on them all ultimately, but if you're really having a challenge connecting to your higher self, very likely you need to have some work on your crown chakra. And I know my activation with my crown chakra is when I had my first aura with Aurora. That thing, I could feel the energy just coming through and it was not like nothing I had ever felt before. It was like I went to a different place, a different time. My whole entire body was vibrating with that energy that I was feeling. It was, that was probably my Kundalini awakening right then and there. I have never felt anything like that. I have since felt other sessions and moments in my life where I have felt that energy, you know, when meditating, but that was the key to opening up a lot of things for myself. I know that, um, you know, when you're misaligned with your crown chakra, headaches, I've been there, depression, insomnia. I'm so guilty of, I had insomnia since I was a little kid. So it was probably my crown chakra. And I remember one time I went to a Chinese healer because I had slipped a disc and I really did not want to have surgery. I was doing everything that I could to heal it. And I think she opened up my crown chakra too much because I'm sitting on that table with needles in my back and I had so much pounding, searing energy, and she couldn't explain what was going on. So I, that was the last time I ever saw her. So if you're doing energy work and you don't know, it's probably an overstepping of things, find somebody else. If she could not explain what was going on, that means that she really didn't understand what she was doing. Thank you for bringing that up. I just want to jump in quickly about a chakra being too open. So I mentioned about having blocked chakras. It can be too open as well. And that is not good. If you are too open in any chakra, you are going to bring in way too much energy and it's going to throw things out of balance. So it's all about balance. It's not too open kind of like Goldilocks and the three bears, right? It's just right. It's in balance. So I just want to jump in and acknowledge that. Right. They're supposed to all be in balance with each other and you can level up with them, but they have to all level up together or you will create that imbalance and then you'll feel off. And that's a good point of feeling off. I know I've had problems in the past with vertigo of of feeling off. So that's between my third eye and crown chakra. I mean, that's what's going on in your head. So any of those imbalances 
that's where you're going to look for those two chakras in particular. So one point that I want to bring up about the crown chakra is, and this is part of it being out of balance, as Dawn was saying, with it being too open, if your crown chakra is left wide open to the universe, then rarely will you have a healthy root chakra. If there's no roots, there's no grounding, and that's what can happen as well. So the top chakra impacts the bottom one as well. So they're they're all connected ultimately. Some of the oils you can use, frankincense, lavender, crown chakra is a purple, so that's why lavender comes in. And as Dawn said, Lavender helps relax. So for sleeping, crown chakra crystals that you can use, clear quartz, Herkimer diamonds. I love Herkimer diamonds. I didn't know about them until Mount Shasta. And I am in love with Herkimer diamonds. Selenite's another good one for your crown chakra. And selenite, you know, is a beautiful positive crystal. I mean, it just, the energy that it gives really helps. I feel like your whole entire from top to bottom of the chakras. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's just a master cleanser for all of them as well. And so something you can do to really connect to your crown chakra, you know, make those statements to yourself. I'm connected to divine source of the universe. I'm light. I trust. I live peacefully because I'm at peace. All is well with my mind, body, spirit. They're healed in balance. And when you're in balance, life goes easier. You feel like you're in flow. When you're thrown obstacles, you don't stumble or have doubt. You know, I can get over this. I'll take care of it and move on. Absolutely. I just want to go back. I know initially I had talked about the chance when we're first started at the root and then of course brought it in with the throat chakra. I want to quickly go through all of the different chakras and which chants they're attached to because I think this is really powerful and, and helps with your throat chakra as well. So for your base chakra, your root chakra is LAM, L-A-M. First chakra, LAM. Second sacral chakra is VAM, V-A-M. The third chakra, solar plexus, is RAM, R-A-M. The heart chakra is YAM, Y-A-M. The throat chakra is HAM, H-A-M. Your third eye is OM, O-M. And your crown is AH, A-H. So crown is purple, third eye is is that indigo kind of between the blue and the purple your throat is blue heart is green and pink solar plexus is yellow sacral is orange and your root chakra is red and if you do them every day it's so powerful i try to do them every morning when i'm doing my shielding my yoga my other things that i do that i don't even know what you would call my chi my um tai chi that's it it starts your day off the right way i highly recommend trying to incorporate it if you have time, if you feel inclined to. Absolutely. I think it's one of those things that is really at the core of everything we do. Everything has energy. Our bodies are energy. Chakras are just those energy centers within your body flowing around it. Be in balance because when you're in balance, your world becomes in balance. And it's a beautiful thing when it's in balance. Join us next episode as we talk about the earth chakras and the 13 keys that are connected to the organic ley lines of the earth. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to embracethespiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Infinite love and gratitude. Thank you for joining us.